0: This is a free download from the BBC. For more information, go to bbc.co.uk slash podcasts.
1: Okay, so we're doing the podcast bits. Uh, Kelly's not here, Ollie's here.
0: That's when you Hello. speak.
1: Yeah, Sorry, no. I was dropping up on headphones. Why do you need headphones? I like to be able You've to here. changed. I hear myself. You've changed. Hear you. Hey Catherine. Uh, hi, this is an email from... This is from Kelly to you, is it? Hi, Ollie. Podcast stuff. The first... Who's written this? Louisa. Oh, OK. The first ones are done by Kelly, which is why they have witty intros. Mm. I'll leave that shiz to you. you maybe, but give you a brief rundown. OK, right, OK. <clears throat> so, uh, intro to the podcast. This is the podcast. Well done for downloading it. Blah, blah, blah. You
0: actually have to say it out loud, don't you? Well, I mean, they know. OK. What do you Welcome want to... to the podcast. You know what this is. Across beds, hearts and bucks.
2: This
1: is Ian Lee.
0: BBC Three Counties Radio.
1: Catherine Boyle has a potty mouth. And it accidentally came out on air, this. Oh, yeah, this is good. You are disgusting. Sorry. Did you hear this bit, Ollie? I haven't heard this bit. Have a listen to it now. How big a problem is littering in Bedford?
0: Big enough. Figures suggest that it costs the authority more than a million pounds to rid the streets of rubbish that's, every that's single that's year.
1: But ru- that's all rubbish. That's not yeah. cigarette butts, is it?
0: No. That money's got to be clawed back somehow, which is why they are clamping down on all manner of litter buggery- bugging. <laughs> <laughs> and people have being warned to expect a tap on the shoulder. Sorry about that. Oh! <laughs> 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 Last year, the council's issued 550 fixed penalty notices for littering and other similar offences. So it's probably best to look for an appropriate receptacle for your cigarette or knick-knack packet.
1: (laughs) I quite liked doing this job until today, and then I lost it. There you go, Ollie. What did you reckon? It was very rude. You didn't hear it? Give what we pretend I did. Yeah, I know, but that's a lie. It was probably quite funny. It was filthy. It was... We're we're not actually listening to the bits here. We're just recording these words and pausing... if it, if, if it isn't any really good, I, I won't put it in. And then they won't be hearing this bit, so I'm assuming it's going to be very good. Well, I mean, very good is... is
0: it was silly, wasn't it? it? It was a silly bit of old silliness. It
1: filled 3 minutes 21 of the show and of the podcast, which is basically what we're all about. Now, sometimes it says here, I do hard-hitting, newsy interviews where the guest hangs up on me and I have to apologise. Sometimes, though, I just do this... <laughs> What are you even doing, still doing anywhere near a microphone? I'm a fun- bit in shock. A functioning microphone. I knew
0: that this story had the potential to right. go south. Um, go D- just just that watch it. <laughs> I, I, just please. I didn't think it would be me.
1: Go next door. Right. Go and wash your mouth out with soap. Have a lie down and come back in about six or seven minutes for the papers. Oh.
0: That's you're right. Really, you're really that disgusting. You're
1: being sent out. Unbelievable! I can only apologise to it. Only, uh, foul-mouthed Catherine Boyle. So, the question is, litter, uh, 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 litter dropping to one side. She got fined 75 quid. I think that's a decent enough fine. I think that's a good fine. You drop litter, yeah, 75 quid. And if you decide or choose or, for whatever reason, don't pay it, then, of course, the fine goes up. That's what happens. That's how these things work. If you've been caught... I'm so close to saying it myself now. I've got to be on guard all morning. If you've been caught being a litter bug, then uh, do, do give me a call. 08459 455. 555 is the telephone number. I, I don't see anything wrong with that. If you're dropping cigarette butts on the floor, boom, 75 quid. Why not Why not make it 400 quid? You deserve it, don't you? Come on. Don't ruin my, my wonderful clean streets with your foul mouth nonsense. Now, But the weekend, I saw a film, Okay, I took the boys to see a film. First time I'd taken both boys on my own to the pictures. Um, And my eldest kept saying, why are you calling it the pictures, Daddy? What's what's the pictures? Uh, And do you know what? They sat all the way through it. This film is easily in the top ten best films of all time. Easily, Okay, And I would say it's one of the top three best children's films, Okay, Number three... Is Toy Story 3 Have a listened to these, Kath. What do you reckon to these films, children's films? And you, Kelly Betts. Yeah. Number three, to- Toy Story three. Love it. Yep. Number two is this film, which I'll come to in a minute. Number one, Mary Poppins. Ooh.
0: I don't know about Mary Poppins. It's a great film. It's a good film. I watched it a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. They've all got horrible
1: teeth. The boy they? has got disgusting teeth. Half of them are brown. I know. You can't even really see. It looks like shadows in his mouth. It's not. That's his dirty teeth.
0: But then again, it was the olden days.
1: Yeah, exactly. They
0: had tans as well, those kids.
1: Didn't uh, they? they had a lot of makeup yeah. on, I think. All right. L- let me flip those around then. Number three is Mary Poppins. Number two is this film. Number one is Toy Story really? 3. Really?
0: Frozen isn't in there. But I liked Frozen. Frozen's
1: not in there. I've got to say, there are some brilliant kids' films at the moment. Frozen is great. Mr. Peabody and Sherman is wonderful. I haven't seen that. Wonderful film. I mean, my
0: kids haven't seen that.
1: What would, you, what would your top three be then, Catherine?
0: Um, I, like, I liked Frozen. Yeah. So I'd probably put that... F- I think Toy Story 3, yes. Frozen, yes. Madagascar.
1: Oh, get out of Oh, I come on. For goodness, sake.
3: Literally no idea what any of these words you've just said are.
1: Okay, these are excellent films. You should get, release your inner child, embrace your inner child. What would your top three kids' films be then? What, Short Circuit, From Batteries my- Not Included in The Last Starfighter?
3: From... Huh? Sorry? Hey?
1: Did I pitch that slightly what? wrong age? Yeah. OK, sorry.
3: What, from my childhood? No, your, f-
1: your favourite three children's films.
3: They're out currently. They're out...
1: In the w- ..that have been released in the world ever. Why is this a okay. difficult question? Your top three children's films.
0: She's not watching many at the moment. I've not. No, I haven't what... watched a, a, oh.
1: a
3: film for a child since I was a child.
1: But, but, last week? Yes. Your top three children's films of all time.
3: Mm... I'll get back to you. Why can you not
1: just do it?
3: Because I I, I, I haven't watched them in ages. Okay,
1: right. So the film I saw at the weekend that's number two. What? No, don't. What? The Lego Movie. Hmm. The Lego Movie, guys.
0: Kind of lost me at Lego.
1: Why? Lego sucks. I said sucks. We all know it's rubbish. It's it's a terrible. Lego
3: is brilliant.
1: Okay. Ah. Then you would like a film. I
3: really, really wouldn't.
1: You didn't know I don't
3: even want to hear. You
1: don't know what I was going to say. Don't care. You like a film about Lego?
0: Despicable Me, that's good. Oh, for good? No, listen.
1: Everything is awesome. Everything is cool when you're part of a team. Everything is awesome. Is that team America? No, that's the Lego movie. Oh.
3: Rescuers Down Under. Oh. The Rescuers? No, no, that's The great. Rescuers
1: Down Under. <laughs> Not even yeah. The Rescuers. No, the
3: res- Down Under. Yeah. That was really good. So you imagine. got one?
1: Yeah. Right. That's one of the top three children's films of all time. Oh,
3: not of all time. Just going to say American Tail. Just next. one that's come to my mind. Oh, I I
1: didn't know, the question wasn't can you name some children's films that are oh. coming to your mind? I want the top three children. So this is it. The top three children's films of all time. This is it. Number it, th- E.T. Number three. E.T. Uh, no. Number three is Mary Poppins, number two is The Lego Movie, and number one is Toy Story 3. Everything is awesome When you're part uh, of a team Everything is cool When, when you're, you're part of a team Can we get, dig that? find that song? No. Why? Not, it's no. the Lego song. Not. don't care. Find Everything is Awesome. No. Nope. Do it. No. Do it. No. No. Do it. No. no. Just do it. No. Why?
3: No. Do you know what song I really like? No. The Travel Bed. It's my favourite.
1: <laughs> Across Beds. Hard. It's not there. No, it's
3: not that. <laughs> it's not there. Is it actually not there?
1: No, it's not there, mate. What, at all? Well, it's there. Oh,
3: go on, then.
1: Find that everything is awesome. No. Why? mm. Just find it and I'll do this. I'd rather play the singing nun. Oh, thanks. I've no idea what you just listened to, kid film chat.
0: It does say it's droppable, though, so it's probably...
1: (laughs) (laughs) So if it made it in, it hasn't gone well. Okay.
0: I think it was us talking about how great kids' films were.
1: Oh, uh, and your favourite ones. Oh, have you seen the Lego Movie, Ollie? No, not yet. Go and see it, man. It's awesome. Really, it's it's brilliant. Anyway, speaking of, uh,
0: won't he look odd as a single bloke going in them? No, I don't think he will. I think that adults can quite happily go single and see-
1: bloke, yeah, no,
0: without any children. Oh, go right, a kids film. Do you know what I'm saying to you, well, subtly?
1: Can I, I, I find a kid to go with? No, that's that probably, That's probably a really, really bad idea. Mm, okay. This week, I saluted the legend that was Harold Ramis. This week I saluted the legend that was Harold Ramis. That's a joke. I've said it twice. Because he he did Groundhog Day. Ah. So, put the... Anyway. I'll put the explanation as well. Yeah, probably best. Harold Ramis, we salute you. (coughs) So, before we go anywhere, Harold Ramis, we salute you. (coughs) Before that, Harold Ramis, we salute you. Before that, I thought some very sad news. Harold Ramis died yesterday, uh, 69, director of some brilliant films, and I thought we'd uh, salute the magic of Harold Ramis this morning. <laughs> very sad news yesterday. Uh, Harold Ramis, the director of uh, Ghostbusters, uh, Groundhog Day and uh, Stripes, uh, passed away at the age of 69. So, this morning, we're saluting the magic of Harold Ramis.
0: They say we're young and we don't know I got you,
1: babe.
0: I
3: got you,
0: babe. I got you, babe. Oh, you're doing the high bit. I
2: got you, babe. I got you, babe. I got you, babe. I got you, babe. babe.
1: Yeah? (laughs) That's good. Is that what you want to say?
0: We're thinking of releasing that.
3: I'll get you on introducing.
1: Hey! Hey!
3: Reintroducing.
1: Ooh! Ooh. That's not a bad idea for a show. Okay,
3: that's an excellent idea for a show. Have you
1: got Gary Floyd's phone number? We'll ask him if he's free.
3: (laughs) 077.
1: Simon's in Sandy. Morning, Simon. Good morning, (laughs) Watcher Chuckers.
3: What what have
4: we got for us, Simon? I'm just saying, you're playing the song, same song again, guys. Do you think it's Groundhog Day?
1: Sorry. Do
4: you think it's Groundhog Day today? Sorry. You've been playing the same song again. Sorry. (laughs) You're repeating yourself too.
1: Thank you very much for your call. Now, uh, Catherine. Yes. I don't know what he's on about. Um, This this uh, rude name story. Justin mentioned this with great glee yesterday, and we we poo poo pooed it. (laughs) Um, as we often put it, Justin, uh, but it's in the sun. It's rude street names.
0: Yes, canny homebuyers should look saucily named streets as prices are lower. A new probe reveals. If
1: you've got young ears, you might want to. No, put... no, it's
0: be perfectly safe. You sure? Yeah. Okay. I've thought of a cunning way to do it. Okay. Without doing it. Okay. Okay. So families who do not mind cheap jokes about their address, and we all love that. Hey. I don't think I can do that one. Uh, which you can one? Bag bargains in. <laughs> If Back bargain places you such as. Oh my god, there's a
1: street called that. It rhymes with Binge, binge Bane.
0: We could say Lane. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> binge, b- binge binge. But there's also yes.
0: places like yes. The nob. Or The co-
1: Lore. Well, oh, uh, oh no, don't. No, you're, oh, you're doing careful. it tentatively.
0: You can save £4,000 by buying a house on The Nobe. Wowzers. Yeah. Or maybe you like Coke Shoot Close. Fifteen thousand pounds less than nearby areas, just because I don't of the get cocked. close. Croach Crescent. Huh? Crotch. Oh. Slage Lane. My uh, friend's mum used to live on Slage Lane yep. in Lee in Lancashire. Oh, classy. Yeah.
1: Classy. Twenty-eight thousand six hundred
0: and seventy-seven pounds off the price, if you don't mind. How much do you
1: save if uh, you move on to Bell End? <laughs>
0: Sixty grand!
1: Wowzers, that's a place. Sixty thousand—that's a place.
0: And there's one called Funny Hands Lane. It's not called Funny. 80000 pounds. You can, that's a girl's <laughs> name. That's a girl's name. There's also one called Cockadobby. Now you're just being silly. No, oh, no, seriously, look.
1: Cockadobby is fine. You can
0: get one hundred and fifty-eight and a half thousand pounds offered of the value of a detached property if you don't. I mind. would I live love. In I would
1: love to live in Cockadobby. Um, I would
0: love it. And Turkey Coke Lane.
1: You can say Fanny Hines Lane. I'm sure you can say that, can't you? You can say it. You can say it. Oh, wait, 455, nine, four, double, five, five, kind five, five. of... That's it. We're done.
0: If you don't mind living in an area where people snigger. <laughs>
1: <laughs> where's, where's the inner, inside of the sun now?
0: You, you, I don't know. You've got it, No, you? you've got... It's attached uh, to that, you've, you've that it, poor girl on page three and they've not, um, they've not um, CGI'd out the uh, tape holding her boobs off, they've either. Done
1: a, they've done a very poor like, job.
0: She's been stitched up.
1: Yeah, you can she must see have, it.
0: Perhaps she was a pain... Or maybe they just forgot and they didn't have time. Right. Maybe she was the emergency, Ow. page three. Out, now. Why?
1: Because you're just banging on. You're having one of your little moments. Oh. Go and have a moment with Kelly. She's going to come in and... She's going to have a moment, Kelly, so just...
3: I get to have a moment with Kath. Oh, she'll
1: she'll My favourite moments are
3: always with Kath.
1: Don't let her know the microphone's on. She'll just have a listen.
3: OK.
0: She's Turn the mic off then.
1: Oh, sure. see, is it like that? Is it? <laughs> <laughs> you should play a song.
3: Okay,
0: I'm you
1: should not definitely gonna,
0: play a song. I'm not
1: going to play any songs. Uh, you two are um, turkey coke laning around. Yeah, yeah.
3: Are we funny handsing it?
1: Yeah, you are. You're getting on my nerves a little bit. For goodness' sakes, I'm not going to play a song. But I will. I, tell you what I will do though is I will do a tribute to the marvelous Harold Ramis who died yesterday. Hey, do you remember the Christmas hit co-written and and produced by myself and Kelly Betts? Christmas time, la 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 la. It's 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 Christmas time. La la la. la. It wasn't quite don't a number not give one,
0: me joining eyes. I'm not joining in. Come on, man. No. Nope.
1: I don't know the words. What? Do it again, sorry? Well, listen. I've listened to this because a, a lot of people still want a piece of the action. Mark's in Milton Keynes. Morning, Mark. Morning, Mark. What have you got for me? Uh,
4: well, I think it's near the ten-month anniversary to it's Christmas time. La 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 la. We should celebrate it.
1: It's you mean? You mean ten months until it's Christmas time? La 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 la.
3: Yes,
1: Christmas
4: exactly
5: that. La la, la 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 la. It's
1: Christmas time,
5: oh, Mark. You la, have la, to mention la. la, la.
3: It's Christmas,
1: Christmas time. time. La 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 la. la ah.
3: It's Christmas. Yes, we I'm could always do it's February.
1: La, 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 it's February... No, 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 we should focus on Christmas. You want to? Fo- you really want to focus on Christmas, don't you? No, because,
4: listen, we need Whoa. to focus on how we're going to get the royalties, because we need to get your song out there, um, we need to get people thinking about it. I mean, I'll only take 20... Per- oh, hey, well, I've
1: got to stop you there, big fella. Uh, that we need to focus on how we are going to get the royalties, you're correct, and by we, I mean myself and uh, my co-writer, Kelly Betts. How have you managed to get in on this deal, Mark? Well, I'm
4: going to manage the, the publicity flow. Are you? Yes. So each month we're going to call up. I'm going to remind everyone that listens about the song. We're going to have a little sing-along. We might adapt it and tweak it as summer comes as a sort of a special edition. Okay. And we'll just take it from there.
1: Because
4: well, you guys released, the, the, you said that like guys make a lot of money from these songs,
1: right? The the, the owners you, of these songs. Yeah, the owners of these songs. I I'm not, I, I, Mark is kind of wangling his way in to be the publicity guy, which is which is very generous of him to offer to do that. But I'm not sure a percentage. I tell you what, Mark, are you going to call again in a month? Are you? I will do, yeah. We'll put it in the diary and I'll call again in a month. Mark, put it in your diary. Give us a call and, and we'll discuss the terms and conditions maybe next month.
3: Maybe Mark could write a verse because so far we only have a... Line. I don't.
1: Mark sounds more of a business head. He sounds like a yeah. suit.
4: No, I'm very no. creative. Right. I have a yes, I have a drama degree, so I'm sure oh. I could swing useful. performing
1: arts. Useful. Useful. Yeah. I have I have a similar useful degree. Well, Mark. Okay, let's throw it at you then. Um, let's do a bit of improv. Um, let's, let's, let's the work rules sh-
0: of improv: you only ever say yes.
1: Yes. Let's workshop this. So, Mark, let's. <laughs> let's I'm, no gonna, th- I'm throwing the song at you. Let's hear a verse. Vroom. Are you going to bring it in with his Christmas dinner? No. I'm I'm tossing it to you.
0: Catch it.
1: Uh, Catch it and run with it, Mark.
0: Run like the wind.
1: Yeah. Um, Uh. I'm running a little
4: dry on juices here.
1: Yeah, well, you want to see Kelly about that? She's got a honey drink.
4: Lovely. Give me some chance to do some research. Mark, we'll speak to you at the
1: end of March. Love it. Ta-ta. There we go.
0: You see, if you fail to prepare, you prepare to fail.
1: Um, assume makes an ass out of you. you and me just you oh it's
0: Christmas it's time. time
1: la 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 it's, it's Christmas, Christmas time. time la 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 la, la. <laughs> Richard and Winslow what do you want to have a whinge about today? listen i am come on as anonymous this morning oh um, hang on a second I'm going to sing you some Christmas time verses. But first of all, I <sighs> on the radio on the other morning. Yes. No really, I was mortified. Yes, I know. I was having a day off. I should have of grief. anyway. It, it was, was, was Justin just just Dealey. Did you manage to survive um, listening to him? Um, what? Yes. Let's have a listen to what they're doing in Radio Norfolk right now. Honestly. I've got the I'm verses. Very impressed. Oh, OK. Right, sorry, Yes. Yes. Are you there, Mother? Yes. Right, here we go.
4: Christmas time, la-la-la-la-la. Then it's Boxing Day time, la-la-la-la-la. Then it's Easter Day time, la-la-la-la-la. Then it's Ian League Gets time,
2: la-la-la-la-la. Right.
1: You're an idiot. The girls thought that was lovely. Yeah. There's no, such thing, there's, there's no such thing as Easter Day time, you muppet. Don't you muppet me, you muppet. Get off of my show. How did he slip through the type, the, the tight net of security I have? Oh,
3: I don't know. I love Richard and Winslow. Right,
1: he's banned. I forever. St-
3: I put him straight through without even hearing what he's saying. No, well, no, don't. He's Why?
1: B- Richard and Winslow is banned forever.
3: Really banned? Yeah. Or Dave banned.
1: No, really banned. You're banned, oh, Richard. Oh. <laughs> oh, Mark's in Milton Keynes. Morning, Mark. Hello. I've I've been told you're really annoyed. I'm not, I'm not that annoyed oh. because. I'm going to put some trust and faith in you,
4: but I thought we had a business relationship King. Angela, and you're letting any Larry oh. on now. Any stupid Larry is going to insult you.
1: It wasn't any Larry. It was it was Richard.
4: All right. Well, Richard is a bit of a larry because he was quite rude at the end. I don't think you should be fired. We need you to be in your seat so we can get this business going. I'm not
1: being. There's no. There's no such thing as Easter Day, Mark. He would never get through the audition process for the X Factor. He's gone. Good,
4: good, good. But just so we're clear, if anyone else rings up, you need just all they need to hear is.
1: Okay, you're being now. Listen, bearing in mind you've only just started calling in this morning, you're being a little heavy-handed with your management style. Mark, you're a bit, bit Colonel Tom Parker more, uh, uh, and less Brian Epstein. Uh, d- d- That's how
4: we're going to succeed, Ian, right? That's how we're going to do it. We're going to be hardcore. We're going to get this song out. We're going to make some money. And who knows? Who knows? There might be an Easter time, la, 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 coming up. You never know. That's the thing.
1: One of the most popular things we had done on the show before was when we got in Tina Beloveth, Powerful, she of Harvard University. It was being sued, she was being sued by Harvard University. Well, there was a surprising twist. Have a listen to what happened when she came on this week. Now, radio fans, do you remember this voice? Before I read the next thing from Navrita... Yes? Do you want to come out and tell the truth? Which truth? That, that she isn't a governor...
2: She is. I have documents that says that we have had a lot to do in common. So I am here to authenticate that with a lot of written evidences. So that it's not just somebody when things are going all right for somebody and another person wants to wriggle out and say, hey, I'm no longer part of it. I'm no longer because Harvard America is now suing Tina, you know, or suing Harvard United Kingdom, you know. Everyone is now wriggling out and saying, hey, I'm no longer part and parcel of it. But I have authentic written evidences.
1: Well, that was uh, Tina Beloved Powerful, who's been on the show a couple of times uh, speaking in the past. She was the owner of the Harvard Business School in Milton Keynes. Well, the school was at the centre of a trademark infringement court case with the American university, Harvard. Well, uh, Tina, beloved, powerful joins you on the line now. Good morning, Tina. Hello. Good morning. How are you this morning, Tina? I'm all right, How are you? Yeah, I'm. I'm very well. Thank you very much. So, what's happened with Harvard, Harvard?
2: Uh, we're, uh, we're thanking God that we've just settled out of uh, out of court. And uh, that's uh, and of course I had briefed you, you know, probably one of your staff, you know, who had called earlier to say, you know, um, how did it end? And of course I told him, made him to understand that um, Harvard paid us some money, and you know, and we changed the name to Everest. And all
1: that, and that's that will be uh, the reporter Craig Lewis who who joins me in the studio now, Craig. And this is this has been a story that we followed very closely. I mean, do you remember when we first spoke to Tina about this? It was a while ago, wasn't it?
6: Yeah, I think it was back in September, and uh, Tina at that point we have just found out that um, uh, that Harvard were were suing her for that trademark infringement mm-hmm. for for calling her business school Harvard after her grandfather, I think, and um, uh, they took her to court. Then
1: Tina countersued for two million pounds. So did they pay you two million pounds, Tina? Not at all. Well, can, I, can I ask, what, what did they pay you? What did Harvard University pay you?
2: Uh, you see, um, about the amount they paid is irrelevant in this matter. Right. Uh, what is relevant is that the, the good news is that they paid us. OK. And, yeah, having paid us, we're happy to receive what they paid us, okay. and we proceeded in changing the name.
1: OK. It was, it, it, am I right in saying it was just under a £1,000? Pardon me? Uh, am I right in saying it was just under £1,000?
2: You see, you're still insisting on knowing how much, and you know, but I said I, I am not interested in okay. the amount they paid. But, but it, really, what it we're was, yes, that is that they paid us. It was, it was just under £1,000, wasn't they it? And they paid, and we accepted it and we felt happy yeah. and we moved on with it.
1: So you accepted a figure of just under £1,000, a little bit less than the £2 million you were after. But still a victory, isn't it? You must be very pleased.
2: We're
1: very, very pleased, indeed. Where does, you've called the uh, university Everest now. Where does that name come from?
2: My father's name is Everest. My father's first name is Everest. So you're, you're
1: keen to, to um, definitely name this after um, male members of your family? Because Havard was your grandfather, wasn't it? And your father is Everest. Yes, please. You're, you're not worried that the, the window people or the mountain will, will try and sue you? Uh, no, not at all. Okay, and so what? What are the plans with Everest University? Where, where are you hoping to take that, and what are you hoping to achieve with it?
2: Uh, just to continue with what we are doing to help the poor, the less privileged, to uh, you know get education, mm. um, because oh. to us, education is not a privilege to the less privileged, but an integral part of their fundamental human rights.
1: And and because when we spoke to you before, you were uh, offering uh, courses for free, weren't you? Are are you still doing that, or or have you introduced the charges now?
2: Uh, Well, we try to introduce the charges, but we have to, you know. When you go into our website, we have about three thousand five hundred. But now, we, for instance, uh, the people seated students, we have we're charging one thousand five hundred, you know, just to encourage them to continue to, you know, and we're charging um, one thousand. 250 for, for online students, okay.
6: you know, yeah. Tina, it's Craig here. Aren't you charging um, students taking PhD courses up to £10,000?
2: You see, yes. We intend to, but we, we don't have a PhD student at the moment. What we're doing is we're building a foundation, and that foundation starts with a, a diploma, yeah. you know, diploma in um, biblical studies and transformational leadership. <sighs>
1: We, uh, when we spoke to you before, Tina, and it's always a pleasure to speak to you, we get lots of uh, good feedback when you, when you come on, but there were some question marks, weren't there, over the accreditation of the courses that you were offering. Has that all been resolved now?
2: Uh, you see, uh, that's uh, the point we're talking about. Accreditation yeah. I- I- is not instant. Is accreditation what, so- accreditation yes. is what, sorry? It's not instant. It's not something that no. you get immediately. Accreditation is uh, what you get much later when the school is up and running. You understand, right. so, and I gave you probably there was a statement I sent to you about list of all universities, including Oxford University, Harvard. Harvard, in fact, was accredited over after two hundred years yes. of its being, you know. And um, I, so, Harvard you... was accredited after hundred and fifty-two years of its operation, and one other, you know, um, Cambridge University in America, you know, college in America. I think that those... is accredited about. You know, thirty-five, 37 years of research. You know, I think that
1: you know? that you're talking about dates before the accreditation system was was introduced, though. And also, you you are offering degrees, aren't you? Uh, without the accreditation, is, are you allowed to do that?
2: Yes, is a business school. So when you're doing private, you know, private school, you understand? Know I am doing private school, and whatever you feel you want to, yes, I am allowed to to offer, you know, um, degrees. That's it, you know, in my school, but again, we've not even started offering it because we, ha- we don't have, um, you know, we don't have our own property okay. as it is, yes.
1: Uh, Craig's just handed me a letter. Who's this, who's this email from, Craig?
6: That's from, the, I- Department
1: Business, from okay, the, the Department of Business. OK, the Department of Business have said, the process for obtaining degree-awarding powers is a demanding process. The criteria are all th- are the same for all providers and include a four-year track record in delivering uh, higher education before an application can be made. It's an offence under the Education Reform Act to award, offer or invite applications for a degree which may be taken to be granted by a UK institution unless it's a recognised award. So basically this is saying if i've got this right Craig you're not allowed to offer these uh, d- these degrees without the accreditation is that right Craig That's exactly what they're saying yeah Tina Yes please Yes this this letter says that you're not allowed that I've, I've i've got here in front of me says you're not allowed to offer these degrees without accreditation
2: Well i have a lot of if you go online you have a lot of united you know you have a lot of uh, Universities in United Kingdom who are still offering courses without any a form of accreditation. Yes, that that I went doesn't... online and I did a lot of research. So if they yes. want to, you know, introduce that, they should make it. You understand? Yes. It, make it obvious and, you know, and start from the people that have been offering without, you know, accreditation. Oh, of course. I and mean, I mean, but yes. you'd agree. So that, that is if... not just like one person, you know, holding yes. on to one person and now beginning to introduce law. So if they have that, the law's not just being
1: introduced. In it's been it's been a law for a while. And I, I, I would then, am- I
2: should then start from the people and begin to, you know, prosecute them and yeah. and, and call them on to bed. Of course, I so, have not offered any any you know, degree so courses you would, you, as at the moment. You would welcome prosecution, then, would you? What I'm saying is that I have not offered any degree courses at the moment. I intend to offer it. Oh.
6: So well, it they're, a, they're it, on it your website,
2: Tina. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That you know, confessions alone, you know, without evidence know
1: Is this why the trading standards are still investigating you?
2: But trading standards are just ignorant bun- bunch and bundle of ignorant t- yeah. of people who do not know their left I, from their right. I, I think I think the trading standards. I don't think you can ignore them. And, and no, you... I'm not ignoring them. I'm oh, just sorry, just saying that that bunch of ignorant people. That if they if they if, if they want to put things right, they yes. should start from foundation. They will go yes. to people because I have not even done. That's why they don't have any evidence to hold on to me. But they, they, they to, to, so they why don't are have any they evidence to to, to Tina, you know, just, uh, yes, please. Tina,
1: why? Why are they, they? May be in your opinion, ignorant people, but they—they they are a, 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 a powerful body and authority that does look into. We are
2: disputing that their power ends in their advice, and they, you know you understand because they don't have authority to persecute It's only courts in United the, Kingdom that can prosecute does. Some, yeah. Yes, Sorry, yeah, it's only courts. Courts is the highest form of a, you know arbiter where that can try people and, you know, find you... you But trading standards could
1: could take you to court. I
2: just wondered why... of course, trading standards can take to court if they understand. Mm Tina,
1: so why are they investigating you?
2: To ask them because they, like I said earlier, they don't have work. They are, they are not getting fully employed. Well, I... If they are getting fully employed, they would have been giving me a word and honor because I am doing something fundamental, training illiterate, using my own. I'm a professional for crying out loud, and my salary, as it were, as a year 2004 should have been, you know, it was uh, 250,000 pounds. But, you know, so having added value as a lawyer, if you understand, an international lawyer for that matter, yeah. you know, with master's degree, just calm so down a slightly. That's what I'm saying. OK, so you earn my, 200... My, my salary also have increased by now, but I have to. I've humbled myself. Yeah. I lose my, my you know, oh. you understand? I lose my, my, whatever that I have I to. I understand, Tony. Without two... even taking money from them.
1: You earned £250,000 in 2004, I mean, I... Yeah, and yeah, you've decided year, you've decided not to earn that much money to dedicate yourself to uh, to uh, learning yes, and educating people, yes. which is, is, is very, very noble. You, you you have charged some people for the courses, haven't you? I remember when Justin Dealy came to... Um, to your uh, award ceremony, he spoke to a couple of people who had been charged.
2: No, that's what we're saying. I never tried anybody as I. As, I think we spoke to I, someone I, who
1: paid 150 pounds or something.
2: Hold on, if you ask me, then allow me to explain to explain Please myself. Sir. So yes, of course, uh, I said there was. Uh, we, I, I have a lot of. I have uh, some some uh, manuals, you know, uh, uh, that's lecture materials or which I introduce, that I use in, uh, in training. You understand, that? to make the lecture easy for, because the people that you're training, though we have some people who are already degree holders, but who want to study biblical studies and transformational leadership. So what we did, what I did, what we did was that we prepared, I prepared the manuals, 23, to be more precise, which you know includes okay. biblical studies and transformational leadership and taught them how to write books, you know, book publications. It, and then um, what I what what, what yes. I did was that I, each manual each manual is sold for ten pounds. And is it is optional for is, them. Each one yes. is okay. ten pounds and explained it's optional. That. Yeah. Yes, for them hold it. So some of them purchased it, some of them did not purchase it, but again I taught it free, so I did not charge any school okay. fees. I did not charge any tuition. Where so are then, you where are you holding your courses? Uh, We were holding it. One of your BBC staff came and saw where we were holding it. That was at uh, Christ the Cornerstone Church. So
1: you're still holding your courses at Christ the Cornerstone Church?
2: At the moment, we're not holding it there. We are looking for a permanent place.
1: Because Everest has claimed to be holding its courses still at Christ the Cornerstone Church. And I've got a message uh, from someone from Christ the Cornerstone Church. Can I read it to you? OK, good one. Uh, I have given Tina no... Author- Am I allowed to use this person's name or is it anonymous, Craig? Let's, let's not use the name. Let's not use the name. We could use it. OK, it's uh, Simon uh, Lowson from Christ the Cornerstone Church. I've given Tina no authority to use the Church of Christ the Cornerstone for her courses, nor use it in any of her publications. <laughs> I've, even, let me finish. I've emailed her asking her to remove all links and wording that is giving out false information. She still owes the church thousands of pounds. <laughs>
2: You see, he's just a simple coward. Coward. Well, that's, with, that's, that's with, the, the, with, Tina. Then Tina. With, Tina. With Tina no, I'm going
1: to interrupt you. No, he, he's not here, so I'm not going to let you use language like that. Okay, that's that's no, a little bit
2: unfair. he's a coward and with little mind. That's a, no. How can I have been teaching Tina, there without anybody authorising me? Tina, this- I'm yes, not going please? to let. I'm not going to let you call people
1: names who aren't here to defend themselves. You can you can argue with his points, but I don't like words like coward okay, for people on okay, here. Okay, so what, okay. what's this about him? You, you owe the church thousands of pounds.
2: You should be asking me why have I been teaching without anybody giving me authority to teach in there because he has written to say he never gave me any authority when I have even letter emails that we, that we transacted, we we contracted that I should okay. be using that place for. Okay, so you so, dispute, you know, you I, dispute I his claim
1: that you have no authority. Okay, that's, yes. that's fine. Mm-hmm. What about the, the uh, line that you still owe the church thousands of pounds?
2: The fact that I owe... Church thousands of pounds, he would have told you how much thousands of pounds that I owe the church. So, how much is church charging a charity that is helping people in the community, local community, to help to alleviate the Okay, so sorry, Everest is a charity. I, you know, is it a registered Interna- charity? Yes, Beloved International, because like I told you, is, uh, we're having Beloved International Ministry, which is a charity. So, Ever- Everest is, a, our- is
1: Everest a charity?
2: It's not Everest is not a charity. Uh, okay. But we have a we have a beloved international ministry right. which is a, a registered charity yeah. and which you know is helping us to you know that is the found you know the ground upon which we're teaching biblical studies and transformational leadership for now. Okay. But because we've not started but, teaching but if anyone arranged... of Everest, you know, you understand if... courses as paying you know, what, what is it because We've not started teaching. OK, OK.
1: So had you arranged with uh, Mr Lowson from Christ the, uh, Church of Christ the Cornerstone, had you arranged then that this would be a charitable um, situation and that they, he wouldn't be charging you a fee?
2: No. Ah. We, he, so no, you, you we, had arranged no, a fee,
1: had you, to use the, the, the premises?
2: That's what I'm saying. So we, you had arranged we, a fee? The two of us, he wrote us, and I approached him in person, And he wrote a letter to confirm, yes, we can start using the place. Okay, but did
1: he he confirm you could use it for free as you you are working on behalf of a charity now? No, he said we
2: should be using the place... Had you agreed? Pounds. Well, just hold on for fifty pound, and okay, you understand a very big hall for fifty pound that contains about uh, one hundred and fifty people, or, or thereabouts, about one hundred and twenty people. But what did, what happened is that he then kept giving it to other people. He kept giving it to other people. kept giving it to other people, regardless of the contract that we have together. Then we then started using another small hall, which belongs to a, uh, another another organization within that Christ okay. Connerstone Church, which is completely outside you know and the woman the lady uh lady diana or something like that who is uh, the charge of uh, the 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 small hall came met lady diana yes uh, there's a lady uh, diana her name is diana you know so she met with me i said hey that simon is completely out of you know so you uh, dispute yes
1: you dispute that you owe um uh, the church of christ the cornerstone thousands of pounds you dispute
2: that I am not when he said thousands of pounds, yeah, I disputed it. If so you you or will... pounds he would have in fact told you how much is the thousands of pounds because well, maybe uh, uh, I, I,
1: I can imagine he wouldn't want to go into specifics of his business yeah, relationship. you see, do you owe, do, you, of do you owe him any money
2: <laughs> Oh them. From what that uh, that lady had told us and told me because she to emailed me and gave me precisely how much she booked for the small room, and the small room is nowhere in, in, in okay. into what uh, um Simon had asked me to pay so you, so you, you know, claim
1: you, do you claim you owe him anything or nothing
2: of course I owe him one one thousand is it one thousand, one thousand some fraction, but I've paid some of it and are you going to pay that,
1: are you going to pay that money back of course I when can he ex- when can he expect it?
2: Until, you know, until then.
6: Okay. Tina? Yes, please? Um, Tina, who's your Dean of Studies at Everest? Dean you
2: know, of that's uh, uh, Leon Goldman.
6: Right, and, and Leon Goldman actually works for you, does he?
2: Leon Goldman, I hired him and paid him to work for me and to help me with accreditation. Okay, so but, he's yet, but he's yet to deliver. So I, I, I hired him and paid him to, to work for me on a part-time basis and to start with accreditation, which he has not delivered. And that's been a long time, but I still you know, believe that he will still find time to, to, to get me the accreditation, which I have paid him for.
6: When I spoke to Leon Goldman, he said he did some work for you four years ago, um, okay. but he has nothing to do with Everest now, and he sent you an email asking uh, you to remove his picture and his statement and uh, saying he's not um, he's not your Dean of Studies at all.
2: Yes, you see, he wrote me, he sent me an email saying remove my, you know, because of the heat that is going on, remove my name, my, my picture from your website. I said, hey, with all pleasure, I would love to remove it as soon as you deliver and get me what I have paid you for. If you pay, give me if you so are you give holding, me accreditation... Are you holding him I to ransom remove? then? Yes.
6: You're holding him to ransom. You're not going to remove his name until... Until um, he
2: pays he- me back or he gets me the accreditation, which I... You cannot collect money from people, which, of course, I have the bank statements showing that I paid him some substantial sum of money. And if he pays me back those the money, I with gladness of joy. If he pays me to tomorrow, I will remove it immediately.
6: Well, well, Mr. Goldman claims he has done that work for you on accreditation. He did it four years ago, and <laughs> so he has nothing to I do have, with Everest now. Yeah,
2: well, how, how would he have given me accreditation? And people and I am, you understand, that was ASIC. Remember when uh, my you know my website I had ASIC all you know because ASIC people they know him very well. You know, you understand, they even call me. So I have to, in my the, uh, phone that I'm speaking to you. Some names, that they say, oh, Leon, because they know him. He has been getting some orders to other colleges accreditation. So he, um, as a matter of fact, he's still owing okay, me. He has not gotten accreditation. Well, he has not gotten tier four. Tina,
6: this and is a, a bit of a, he's not a re- me. This is a bit of a recurring thing, isn't it, having people's uh, names and details on your, on your websites when they've actually got nothing to do with you. Do, do you remember uh, we spoke about Navrita Atwell before? And, uh...
2: He is the one that gave me his pictures and uh, signed it and wrote all those things. Tina. He wrote. He's the one that helped me with the... Email, you understand? But he has not done what he was paid for.
1: Tina, can so I ask wh- you a question? Wh- letter, yeah, the, 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 we, we, last time we spoke, there was a letter from Mark Lancaster... Up yes, on your please. website, wasn't mm-hmm, it? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, now I, I'm struggling to find your website at the moment, but we've just had a call from someone saying that that letter is still up there.
2: Yes, in uh, that's uh, beloved international ministries.
1: Ah, so so the letter from Mark Lancaster is still up. Yes, because if I remember correctly, Craig, Mark Lancaster, and um, uh, uh, you can fill in the details, the connection here, but he he was adamant he wanted that letter taken down, didn't he?
6: Yeah, that's correct. Um, I think he'd uh, he'd had a meeting with Tina Bluff Powerful, and uh, the, he'd been sold on the idea that Navrate, Navrita Atwell, who is the, um, uh, the race equality chairman, um, uh, was, uh, was working with, Na- with Tina, and that, that wasn't true, and when he found this out, he wanted that letter removed, he'd asked on a number of occasions, and it sounds like it may still be there.
1: So it's still there, is it, Tina? Pardon me? It, it, it it, let... it, it's still there, is it? Yes, it
2: is. Yes. Uh, are you able to take that down? No, I am not able because the guy, like I told you when I came in there, the guy that built the website, Mo, Mo Sin. Oh, Mo. Course,
1: yeah, Mo. You yes, lost Mo, yeah. the website guy. Because
2: the yeah, thing the is, Mo, it, Mo, yeah. Well, hold on, Mo. You know, went with us to see Lancaster. When Navrita herself came, we had a meeting together, and Navrita wrote the letter okay. that we we're, sent we're so going about over Yeah, hold on. No, Tina, we're going. Up, we're
1: running up time. We're so... going over slightly old ground. They would like those letters taken down,
2: and yeah, I don't think that if you can get more. If we we'll be taken what? down even. To Today, I don't... we can find more because we cannot find more anywhere. That's T- why Tina? nothing new Tina, how, can, that
6: how come you've managed to change all of the rest of the website to put Everest no, that's up there not, and yet not, you can't change no,
2: that's that? That is a completely different website. We are talking about two websites. The other one is Beloved International, which is our charity okay. website. Website, which is our church website. We're into, uh, you know, religious studies and uh, biblical studies, and uh, you understand, transnational leaders teaching the people, you know, the less privileged to acquire some knowledge and, uh, of course, help to. It's unfair, though, isn't it?
1: It is unfair to keep letters up from people when you know they don't want to. I'm sure, I'm sure,
2: Tina. I'm sure, no. It's not fair to blame it
1: on on a gentleman called Mo. I'm sure you you could find.
2: Because he's he's, 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 the, what is he called? He's the. uh, the, the, web's, the, the web, the web designer, the web building, Yes, I'm, yes, the web I'm sure you and could. Cannot, I'm yes. sure
1: you could find um, another web designer who could. No, it. if
2: you can help me sir, get it, get it because I cannot. If you can get me somebody to remove it today, I, I will. Okay. I don't have any need for it. Yeah, we are teaching the word of God, so okay. the word of God is what makes you know is the is, uh, is the strength, is the strength that we have, not any any letter. That's why I'm getting a bit bothered that this letter has become a big issue. You understand? You can understand this why it's a big issue this. for
1: Mark Lancaster, though, can't you? If he doesn't want Pardon his, me? you can understand why it could be seen as a big issue for Mark Lancaster if it, 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 it would appear that he's giving approval to a company and a he business gave that. It,
2: yes, he gave it a but
1: approval. he wants that taken down. He, he feels he was misled, and he wants that taken down. And you it's see, unfair to see, keep it up so there, I isn't it?
2: That you know, for him to feel misled is not fair on me because we came as. A a, a um, group and came for meeting with him, and he wrote those letters. So if he suddenly did not, because of misconceived idea or you know, you understand, instead of appraising me and giving another letter, if he could give people letter in Milton were a lot of people would have been you know more active in so helping it's, helping it's, out with problems in Milton. So case.
1: it's 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 Mr. Lancaster's fault. Pardon me. It's Mark Lancaster's fault. If he did what? Well? It's it's Mark Lancaster's fault that the letter's still there. Uh, uh, if
2: he... I, I can't hear you properly. OK.
1: Listen, Tina, we're, we're going to let you go. Congratulations okay, on your, your victory over Harvard. Thank you very much. God um, bless you. Uh, thank you very much. And and maybe we'll get to speak, speak soon. Let, let us know how that trading standards investigation goes.
2: Pardon. OK. Thank you very much. And God bless
1: you. I... Got angry that someone tweeted me. It was Scott, wasn't it? Yeah, Scott tweeted me was abuse rude about
0: a lovely f- Fred from Luton. He was, wasn't he? Yeah, and there was no need, and we told him.
1: Like this. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: Some people are just so, so, so thoroughly unpleasant, and I do. <laughs> You're right, Catherine. Keyboard worries. It's so easy to... It's so easy to sit at home, isn't it? You get your... Oh, you're, you're an idiot. Oh you're, oh, you're ugly. Oh, you should go and get a nose job, you Olympic hero. Oh, It's it's easy to do that. What's not so easy... ..is to...
0: Unwind an old Trinitone phone. Hang on a minute. Trim phone, not Trinitone. I don't know what um, the make
1: is. It's, it's not so easy to, to... ..to get a phone and... Hello.
0: Hello, BBC Three Counties Radio.
1: Oh, hang on a minute. It's, I've, it's actually, I've done something here I shouldn't have done. Oh,
0: we have got another one of those anonymous calls.
1: Hang on, right. So, yes, yeah, it's, it's not so easy to. Double, five,
0: five, double, five, five, double, five. Oh, 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 dear. Oh, and another one. I hope you're noting these down a little bit. Do Lisa. I need to
1: dial nine for an outside line? Oh, yeah. Oh, eight, four, five, 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 double, five, 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 five. It's not so easy to do this. What I'm about to do now.
0: It's really not easy, is it?
1: What's first? I've gone to first class travel.
0: That is why we sometimes get orders for taxis. Oh, right. Hang on a Apologies a bit. if I've not picked you up yet.
1: Right, hang on. So, what number do I dial to get through to the station? Oh eight four five nine. Eight
0: four
1: five nine. Four double five. Four double five. Five double This gag really has um. But has you're do-
0: demonstrating just how difficult it is. I've
1: strangled this gag and buried it, but I'm going to run with it.
0: Here he is. Okay. It's Go not- on, Louisa. You answer it.
1: Yeah, I want to phone up and um, complain
0: Why why, why are you doing a voice?
1: Okay, I want to phone up and speak to Ian Oh, what would you like
0: to talk to
1: Ian about? I want to talk about the old boy that was on before the fellow from the NSPCC and I want to say, spit it out, mate Oh, well, um, is there anything
3: else you'd like to say to
1: Ian? Oh, yeah, I think think that um, the girl's uh, fab All right, you're through Right, put him through How's this going to work? Feedback. Do you know what the Feedback's proper name is? The Larson effect. Oh. Yeah, right, so hang on a minute. Turn. Hello? Hello? Uh,
0: Talk in the phone. Hello? Oh, oh, yeah, that yeah, works. That works. Right. Turn your mic off. Yeah.
1: Hello. Hello? Hello, you're through? Hello, let's go to line one. We've got Ian in the studio. Morning, Ian. Yeah, morning, Ian. <laughs> what, what do you want to say? Well, Well, you know, you had that old boy on who was on before the uh, NSPC, fella. uh, Oh yeah, he was doing the uh, joke—the joke about um, the sun uh, lotion. Thank you, Catherine. All right, the sun lotion. And it was Fred. Oh, was it a joke? Was it? Yeah. Well, what did you want to say about it? Well, what I wanted to say was, spit it out, mate. Anything else? Yeah, I think the girls are fab. I've been amazed the last couple of weeks uh, that we do a load of nonsense like the previous 45 minutes of of this podcast. But even though we do nonsense, we still get some of the most amazing phone calls uh, from uh, listeners who want to share their stories. Now, a couple of weeks ago, we spoke uh, about assisted suicide and the, the pros and cons and all of that. And Helen from Milton Keynes, who is a regular texter, phoned up for the first time. And she explained to me that she'd had cancer. Um, and that she uh, was catheterised from her stomach, uh, and that if she got cancer again and the prognosis was not good, that she would uh, consider committing suicide. Well, she gave me a call this week, and her situation has got worse. Have a listen to this. Uh, Helen's in Milton Keynes. Helen, mercy killings you've called in about. What would you like to say? Yeah,
5: you know, I spoke to you once before, and I told you that Um, if I had cancer once upon a time, and if it come back... Yes. It's come back. And uh, I found out a couple of weeks ago. Oh,
1: I'm I'm really sorry to hear that, Helen.
5: And at the moment, I don't know how bad it is, but um, if it became terminal, I would... I would still do what i said I would do, um, but I would do, but like this week, I've been out and I've made my will, and I've even done my funeral arrangements for my children. I'm expecting two grandchildren this year, and I'm expecting my son to get married this year, and the other one's coming home from Afghanistan. Um, but I'm going to live every day I can. But when it gets to the stage, Ian, that I have to wipe my own... Someone has to wipe my own backside for me and has to feed me. I will know when the time is.
1: Helen, how, how long have you been uh, clear from cancer?
5: I was cleared for three years.
1: Three years. And wh- whereabouts is this cancer, if you don't mind me asking?
5: Uh, it, was, it's just, uh, it was first it was a couple of years ago. It started in the bladder. Yeah. And I have a bag on my stomach. Yeah. And now it's end to my kidney.
1: And you found out a couple of weeks ago, did you?
5: Yeah. I'm on morphine and that now as it is. Yeah. But I, I think there's too much hatred in the world. I just people would just stop for one day and consider it was their last day on Earth yeah. and see what they think.
1: Oh, it's, it, Listen, it's, do you know what? This is an exercise I did a little while ago, actually. It's a good exercise to do. Just imagine you've been told you've got a week. Look back at what you've done. And what you want to do in that last week, and it really does. Um, boy, you sort out what's what's important in your life.
5: You do. You really, really do. You you put all your, the things that you think are big and worrying about, when really they're not compared to other things that, like love and family and stuff like that.
1: You, I, I can't even begin to imagine what you must have felt like when you got that news that, that you, your cancer had come back.
5: Yeah. Well, the day I spoke to you, I I hadn't been feeling very well, and I'd been bleeding and bits and pieces. Yeah. And I'd been in a lot of pain, and I had a strange feeling. But, uh, as I say, I got it confirmed at Northampton Hospital.
1: And what's the prognosis, Helen? What have have they said?
5: Well, at the moment, um, I've got to go and have um, an operation, which I'm waiting for the date. They've said it would probably be next week next Monday or Tuesday. They're going to phone me. They're not going to send a letter. Yeah. And then they're going to take it from there. But they said that I've only got one kidney, you see, Ian. Mm. I lost the other one when I was younger.
1: You're having a run of bad luck, aren't you?
5: Yeah. But you've got to look on the bright side of life. I've had a good life, and hopefully I'll be around this year to see my grandchildren grow up. Well, my grandchildren born, not grow up.
1: So you've got, you got two on the way, have you? Yeah. When, when, when are they due?
5: One is June and July, and the other one is in October. It's
1: not too far away, is it? No,
5: not really. Not too far away. And I have a wedding in June.
1: Oh, so you've got got a busy year, then. You've got a lot of stuff to to stick around for. Of
5: course I have, and I'm not going to give up. I'm not going to let this thing, you know, I'm going to put up a damn good fight.
1: Yeah.
5: And as long as I can wake up every morning and hear a brilliant radio station like that, makes me laugh, makes me cry. You listen to
1: heart, then, do you? Oh, you're talking about us, blimey. Wow, thank you.
5: You're welcome.
1: You're talking about how you, um, and let's speak bluntly, if it gets too bad, you would want to kill yourself. Yeah. What's your definition of too bad, do you think?
5: To the stage where I couldn't, if someone would say to me, right, you're going to have to go into a hospice or I know some hospice abuse beautiful places and everything or go into hospital and i have to be fed and have my backside wiped for me and stuff like that i want to be able to do stuff myself i want to be able to do the things that i can do and not let somebody else take over
1: you're in um a a pretty unique position when it comes to talking about uh, assisted suicide and things like that because uh, you are poorly and we don't quite know what's going to happen and touching wood and doing all the things that they can they can sort you out because they can do brilliant things.
5: That's right, they can. They can but do brilliant I, things. No, I, I said to you uh, if they come back and it, what they told me and after I've had the operation that there's nothing else they can do for me then I will go out and I'll probably have a great big vodka or whatever, and I'll start, you know. <laughs> but eventually, I know when. I'll know in myself yeah. when the right time is.
1: So what do you say to, to people who think that what you're talk- that even what you're talking about is um, is uh, in some ways criminal, is, is is wrong? What would you say to the people who, who, who think they that... They have
5: to be in that person's shoes. Like, it's all right people saying it's wrong if they haven't been through it themselves, isn't it? It's all right to say to somebody, um, just for an example, you're not to go and do this because it's wrong. But if you put that person in my situation, and some mornings I'm on morphine now, I wake up and I'm in agony, and I know that's going to get worse before it attempts to get better. But no, I don't think people should judge people until they're actually stood in their shoes.
1: Helen, have you spoken to your family about a your illness and b your your um, thoughts and plans?
5: Yeah, um, my son and his partner was with me when we were told, and they've been with me all step of the way. And um, we've all been in the forces, well, apart from one of my sons. And um, I said to them, and they said, "Well, if that's you know, that's what you want, but just do one thing." And I said, "What's that?" They said. Make sure we have a good, good time before, and you say goodbye to us. Mm. And that's what
1: I'll do. You've got to have a bit of a knees up, don't you? Of
5: course,
1: I have. I have a little bit of a knees up. Yeah, no,
5: I'm bringing your program down. <gasps> no, no,
1: you're not. You're not at all, Helen. I really because appre- I know you, you. You text. You've been texting in for ages, and then you called up a couple of weeks ago, and it was nice to put a voice uh, to the text. You're not bringing the program down at all. I really appreciate uh, your honesty the, and and for calling up. And telling us about this, uh, what I'd also like, Helen, if you don't mind, and it's up to you, but as, you know, things progress, maybe you can give us a call when you feel a bit better after your operation and let us know how that went and uh, what the doctors are saying about the future. Yeah. If you fancy it, and if you don't, you don't. I, I won't judge you at all. It's, you know, it's entirely up to no, you. But...
5: I'll keep in touch. I really will. Now I've actually spoken to you a yeah. few times. Yeah,
1: I will. I See, I'm not so bad on the phone.
5: Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I can
1: be quite nice, can't I?
5: Yeah, yeah, you're funny th- as well. Yeah, thank
1: you. See, everyone thinks I'm an ogre, and I'm I, I'm I'm quite a People nice book. shouldn't
5: judge a book by its cover.
1: Shouldn't judge a book by its cover or its audio book.
5: That's right.
1: Helen, <laughs> listen, we're all thinking of you. Okay. I wish you and your family lots of love and the best of luck, and and um, good luck with the operation next week. And we'll speak when you feel up to it.
5: Okay. Thanks Take a lot, Helen. All right.
1: Take care. Bye. 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 On FM,
4: AM, online, and digital radio.
0: This is Ian Lee on
1: BBC Three Counties Radio. Right, I'm done. Ollie, as a special treat this week, as you've been such a good boy, you can wrap up the podcast. Ooh, that's exciting! Goodbye, all podcast listeners. I think they deserve a special treat for having listened this far in. You've misunderstood. When I said wrap it up, I meant. (inaudible) (inaudible) uh (inaudible) uh (inaudible) uh (inaudible) uh (inaudible) uh (inaudible) 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 A bum, bum, a bum, 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 s a bum, bum, goodbye, a bum, a bum, bumps goodbye, Come on, is that it? Bye, everybody. When's Kelly back?
0: Next oh. week. Oh, not soon enough.